break open this atmosphere just to check it off the list. We want more of you, Jesus. I want more of you, Jesus. You came to set the captive free. You came to destroy the works of the devil. And under the sound of my voice, Jesus is destroying the works of the devil. Someone here has 
been tormented by thoughts to quit. Quit on your marriage. Quit on God. Quit on the ministry. In the name of Jesus, you're going to be set free here this morning. In the name of Jesus, you're going to be set free here this morning. If that's you, if that's you, I want you to lift your hand just like this. I want you to lift your hand just like this. Wave at me. Wave at me. Wave at me. Come on, there's some people on the balcony. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, come here real quickly. Come here. Come to the altar real quickly. Come to the altar real quickly. Pray, church, intercede. This is what the church is for. You see, Jesus was a finisher. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. It was on the cross that he said, it is finished. And today, we're going to declare it is finished. That's what the church is for. We're going to break every chain of the enemy off of your life. I break it right now in Jesus' name. Every chain of darkness is severed off of your life in Jesus' name. I say be set free. Be set free by the power of the Holy Spirit. I say be set free. Be set free. I break depression right off you right now in the name of Jesus. I sever it off your life. In the name of Jesus. Come on. This is what the church is for. This is what Paul was praying about. That we would be united so that we could be strengthened. Jesus came to set the captive free. Freedom. Oh, from this day forward, freedom. 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 I declare life right into your spirit, woman. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus. Pray, church. Pray, church. I know this wasn't the plan, but the Holy Ghost had a different plan. And when the Holy Ghost says to open up this altar, we're going to open up this altar. Let the fire of God fill my sister right now. Freedom. 
your life's never going to be the same. In Jesus' name, freedom in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Every scheme of the devil off your bloodline, off your life, off your mind is broken in the name of Jesus. Oh, ye bakayan darabashye. Yen darababasho ye bakayan darabababasho ye. Hey, God's never lost a battle. He's never lost a battle. He's not going to lose this one. He's not going to lose this one. Oh, if I could have a praying church to lift up our sister and her family and her fiery trial. In the name of Jesus, we tell this mountain to bow, to be removed, to be cast.
the works to the devil. You're free. Lift your hands. Right now, Holy Spirit, I ask for you to seal this work. I thank you for freedom, Lord. I thank you for freedom, Lord. Seal. Fill. With your fire. With your spirit. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus came to set the captive free. Oh, I thank you for my sister. Come on, church. Freedom in Jesus. From every fiery trial, every battle, you have the victory. It's one in the heavenlies. You're seated in heavenly places. We say it is finished. You will not quit. Your faith is strengthened right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You're worthy, Lord. You're mighty, God. Come on. Jesus came to set the captive free. Isn't he good? Yes. Isn't he good? Yes. Come on. Have you been set free by Jesus? I know I have. Yes. I know I have. You know, people say services like this don't draw young families. People say revival's outdated. Well, I came to show you something today. I'm going to show you how revival does this. Revival's generational. I said revival's generational. So I want to invite families that are dedicating their children up here on the platform right now. Revival's generational. I would want my babies dedicated in the glory. Hallelujah. I would want my babies dedicated in the thick, weighty presence of God that just set the captives free. Come on, revival is generational. And today, these parents are publicly dedicating their, their precious children to the Lord. Yeah, church, can we show them how loved they are? Can we show them how loved they are? Hallelujah. What beautiful families. I know we're still waiting on some people. God is good, isn't he? Isn't he good? God is faithful. God is faithful. Come on, look at this. Revival is not outdated. A church that can flow with the Holy Spirit and obey the unction and the leading of the Holy Spirit can still draw young families who are in love with Jesus. Hi, Juliet. Hi, Mama. So we are so honored to be here with each and every one of you. We are so honored as a church to unite with you in this. This is such a powerful and important thing that you're doing. The Bible says in Mark 10:16 that Jesus took the children up in his arms. He laid his hands on them and he blessed them. And so this morning, that's what you're doing as parents. You're laying your children in the arms of Jesus. He's going to bless them in Jesus' name. You can trust him with them with their futures, with their destiny, with their purpose and potential in God. Hi, Leilani. Hi. <laughs> Aren't they beautiful? I don't know if I'm going to get through this with all these miracles up here. So dedication, child dedication Sunday 
It's really more about the parents than these precious gifts from God. It's really more about you all. And it's making a statement that's saying, I will live my faith out so they can see. It's saying I take responsibility to steward their life. To guide them in the things of God. To teach them the word. To teach them to pray. To live the gospel because my life is preaching the loudest. That's what this is about. Yes, it's, it's a blessing and you're dedicating them to the Lord and you're saying, Jesus, take them in your arms all the days of their lives. Carry them. Protect them. Teach them. Guide them. And I know in the world we're living in, it's very difficult. We're living in a, a crazy world right now. But I want you to look out here and know that you're not doing this alone. That we are with you and we are for you. That we love and pray for these little ones. Thank God for children's workers and on fire children's pastor. Thank God for the team we have here so they're well trained and taught in the name of Jesus. But today is about the parents just as much as it is about these precious gifts from God because that's what they are. They're gifts from God. And so as parents, we have a responsibility to steward their lives, to train them up in the things of God, in the faith, to be all they can be for Jesus. And so today is a very precious day, and we are honored as a church, as your pastors, to be a part of this day with you. Pastor Brian's going to come up and he's going to pray for each of you, but as he does that, if you would lay your hands on these gifts from God, I want you to repeat this after me. Is that okay? All right. I want you to say, Lord, thank you for this child. Thank you for this gift. I understand my responsibility. I will live out my faith so they can see. Today I bring my child before you. And I dedicate them to you. By the grace of God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, I will raise them to love you and to be strong in their faith. I will raise them to be a revivalist and a world changer. I will guide them and encourage them into their God-given destiny. As parents, we pray for them right now. We lay our hands on them and we call forth their purpose and potential in God. In Jesus' mighty and unstoppable name, amen. Amen. Let's give Jesus a hand. All right. This is something that's so important as a church, so I want everyone to stretch your hands. I'm going to pray a corporate prayer over each child. Uh, a, a corporate prayer over the children that are up here and then I'm going to go individually and pray for them for a few moments because I believe that's very special so stretch your hand we're going to come into agreement thank you Lord thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Lord we just declare favor 
the favor of God over each child represented here today. The blessing and favor of God. As the parents are dedicating them to you, Jesus Christ, we declare that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. We declare that they're the head, not the tail, and above, not beneath. We declare that they belong to a royal priesthood and that they are heirs to the kingdom of heaven. We speak blessing and favor in Jesus' name. Hey, church, stretch your hand out as pastor prays for these precious little ones. children being brought to Jesus and him picking them up and blessing them. We bless them right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you for their lives, for their purpose, for their destiny. We thank you that they're protected and surrounded. You commission angels around them all the days of their life. We call forth destiny and purpose. And when that day comes, when the Holy Spirit tugs on their heart, that they'll say yes to you, Jesus. That they'll serve you all the days of their lives. We thank you for each one. We declare them yours. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Can we show them how much we love them? Show them how much we love them. Amen. Amen. Now as these precious families and their children take their seat, we're going to continue to transition right on through this service in the name of Jesus. Isn't he good? Isn't he good? Come on. There's nothing like the presence of God. There's nothing like a multi-generational church that is in love with Jesus. The presence of God is in this place this morning. I'm so grateful for it. Come on, if you're grateful for it, say amen. amen. In the presence of the Lord, say amen. Oh, he's good. I have a couple short announcements for you. You can go ahead and take your seat this morning in the presence of the Lord. We have growth track after our 11 a.m. service, after every 11 a.m. service on Sundays. Please, if you haven't gone through growth track, come into growth track get rooted and grounded in the things of god this is where you can connect learn all about us and really get rooted and grounded in your faith here at city reach church we also have church tonight 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 at 6 p.m this service has always been one of my favorite services there's nothing like taking back sunday nights for the glory of god come on can i get some old timers to agree with me about that reminds me church when I was a little girl. There's nothing like a Pentecostal service on Sunday night. So join us Sundays at 6 p.m. We also have an incredible holiday planned for you. We have our Emmanuel Christmas service. God with us. The presence of God's going to show up. Come on. He's seated on the throne, but the Holy Ghost is here. And the Holy Ghost has big plans for us on our Christmas service on the 26th. 
11 a.m. United Service, so come early, bring your family, get your seat, because it's going to be a packed house that day. And our pastor's favorite service, our New Year's Eve service, that's something you do not want to miss. You know, the way you start one thing depends on how you end the thing right before it. And so we're going to start 2022 on fire, rejoicing, praising, and worshiping Jesus. Amen. All right, well, ushers, you can come forward. Let's worship the Lord with our giving here this morning. It is such an honor and a privilege to give into the kingdom of God. And so this morning, I want to encourage you, if you are a believer, tithing is not optional for us. If you're a believer, tithing is something we must do. It's returning to God what's already his. It's returning to him that holy, sanctified 10% of all our increase. So this morning, I want to encourage you to tithe into the kingdom and to give offering above and beyond as the Lord leads. But Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the opportunity to worship you with our giving because this is an act of worship. And so this morning as we stand to our feet, we want to return our tithe to you. And we want to give an offering to you. So right now, under the sound of my voice, as the Lord leads, as the Holy Spirit leads, the giving instructions are on the screen. I know it's the holiday season, but what a beautiful time to say thank you to the Lord for all that he's given us. What a wonderful time to sow into his kingdom, to sow into kingdom purposes, to give so the kingdom of God can be advanced. So right now, if you lift your hands, if you lift your gifts, if you lift your heart, Lord, I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice. I ask that you increase them in every way, increase them, increase them, increase them. I ask for you to provide in abundance right now. We thank you that we're gonna return the tithe and we ask that you bless every offering, every giver, every seed sown here this morning. We thank you for what you've already done. We thank you what you have planned to do. Bless our pastor as he delivers the word and receive our worship as we give here this morning. sing that one more time. Lift your hands. Who are you, great mountain? 
a shout of praise. Yeah, yeah. Come on, give him a shout of praise. for the season is not Santa Claus, not a Christmas tree, but it is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Jesus. Come on, say it with me. Say Jesus. 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 The divine met humanity in the womb of a virgin. The divine met humanity in the womb of a virgin. I'm grateful for Jesus. I'm grateful for Jesus. Let me say it again. I'm grateful for Jesus. I'm grateful for Jesus. My favorite thing to preach on is Jesus. I could preach on Jesus all day, every day, every second of every day. There's no one like our Jesus. Who are you, Great Mountain? Who are you, Great Mountain? Who are you, Great Mountain, that you should not bow low? How many are grateful for Jesus? Come on. Worship team, stay with me. How many love our choir? Come on, somebody. killed it we had 13 kid children that got dedicated to the Lord today isn't that awesome I'm gonna give the choir one more hand come on God is doing something very special at our church amen I was so privileged that Pastor Armando and a team, Pastor Trini, they went to Tijuana yesterday and they gave out over 200 blankets to people that were homeless in Tijuana. Isn't that awesome? And 87 people in Tijuana said yes to Jesus. I'm not going to preach long today, but have your seat for a minute. Worship team, just stay up here with me. Choir, do you mind staying up too? Come on, give the choir a big hand one more time. I'm just going to read a few scriptures, but I, I, I have a word that I have to deliver. I have a title, and I just want to share it. Born for a divine purpose. Born for a divine purpose. Jeremiah, verse 1, or excuse me, chapter 1, verse 4 says, Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Be I, For I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Yes, yes. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. Before I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Mm. Go back to verse 5. 
Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Let me just start off this. Tell your neighbor, say, you were born for a divine purpose. Tell your other neighbor, you were born for a divine purpose. Tell the neighbor behind you, say, you were born for a divine purpose. See, let me just start by this. You are not an accident. You are not an accident. I need to tell someone that today. You are not an accident. Doesn't matter what your mom or dad say, you are not an accident. God knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. God knew you. God knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. I'm here to tell you, when you get saved, when you say Jesus is my savior, Jesus is my all in all, Jesus is my everything, something happens. There's purpose that enters your life. I'm not talking about purpose with a career. I'm not talking purpose about an educational system. I'm talking about a divine purpose. Now, it might include a career. It might include education. It might include this or that. But I'm talking about a purpose from on high. I'm talking about a purpose from heaven that God breathes into your life. See, you weren't created just to take up space. Let me say it again. You weren't created just to take up some space. You were created with a divine purpose in mind. God fearfully and wonderfully made you. I'm going to say it again. God fearfully and wonderfully made you. Matthew chapter 2 verse 1. Three powerful words here. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. Three amazing words. Jesus was born. Jesus was born. Jesus was born. You don't get the importance of that. Come on, somebody. He had to be born. He had to be born. See, when man fell into sin in the garden, how many know we're all sinners needing a Savior? I'm going to say it again. We're all sinners needing a Savior. God put a plan together mm, to save humanity. And how it was going to happen was the seed of the woman would crush the head of the serpent. That's what the Bible says in Genesis 3.15. So he had to be born. See, something happens when you become born again in Jesus. The enemy hates that. The enemy tries to stop you fulfilling your divine purpose. All throughout biblical history, you see when someone has a call, a purpose, the enemy comes and tries to kill it before it's even comes to pass. Let me say it like this. Before it's even conceived, before it's even birthed, the enemy wants to come and kill what God has for your life. So let me preach this a little bit. Shalom, give me a little preachy music. Come on, somebody. Leonard Saber say, we're getting preachy now. 
Lean on your neighbor and say, the one that really needs it, say, we're getting preachy now. Say, I want you to understand something. That you are born for a divine purpose. You're not a mistake. You're not an accident. You're not a coincidence. God knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. And God has a plan for you. And your plan ain't to play Xbox. Come on, somebody. Your your plan, God's plan for you isn't to watch Netflix. Come on, somebody. There's a divine plan. You're meant to be a light in the darkness. You're meant to be a light on a hill. You're meant to share the good news of Jesus wherever you go. You're meant to tell people that I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was once blind, but now I see. I'm the light of the world because I know Jesus. See, I got a purpose. Come on, somebody. It ain't a man's purpose. It ain't a woman's purpose. It's purpose from on heaven, from on high, from God. Come on, somebody. But the enemy always comes to steal your purpose. And if he can do it before it's birthed, he loves to do that. Or right when it's birthed. Man, he saw something. The enemy said, man, something good's happening with that Moses. Let's begin to kill that generation. But God had a plan. God always has a plan. He says, I'm going to put him right under the enemy's nose in the enemy's house, in Pharaoh's house. Pharaoh, the enemy's going to take care of my plan to redeem the children of Israel out of bondage. I'm going to have Pharaoh feed them. Mm, you ain't hearing me. I'm going to have Pharaoh provide for him. I'm going to have the enemy feed him, provide for him, take care of him, educate him, help him. Jonas, come here. This is a man of God. Look at this guy. He's got a purpose. He also has a job. Come on, somebody. You know, you can have a divine purpose and a job at the same time. Go ahead, Pastor Brian. Jonas has gone on a mission trip to Honduras this year. I'm going to say it again. God, God has sent Jonas on a mission trip. Jonas's work has provided food for this church several times. Come on. If you've been <laughs> See, I know where that clap came from. See, Jonas works at a high-end fish and steak what would, meat store, I guess. What would be the word? Processing plant. Processing plant. Go ahead with your processing plant. Now, if you've ever had this meat, come on, somebody. Woo! I had a steak one time. It was probably this thick. Free. Come on, somebody. But you know what? When you serve Jesus, Jonas told me this before service. That's why I think it's so amazing. He said, Pastor Brian, you would not believe this. We've been faithful with tithing. We've been faithful with giving. We give above and beyond. I serve. I give. I go. My boss came to me this week and says, you know what? You need a raise.
gets better, trust me. He said, I'm not going to tell you what your raise is. Why don't you just write down what you think your raise should be? God has a plan for Jonas. God brought Jonas to California for such a time as this. Jonah said in the moment he didn't know what to do. So he thought of one of the biggest numbers he could think of and wrote it down. And the boss said, okay. When you're faithful with the little, God will give you more. Come on, somebody. Give Jonas a big hand clap. See, I got to tell you, me and Jonas have talked many times. Jonas moved from New York to here. And before the move, there were some attacks. Before you go where God wants you to go, let me say it again. Before you get where God wants you to get, the attacks come. Right before the biggest breakthroughs of my life, before it is always the attacks. I got an encouraging word for somebody. If you're getting attacked today, if you're getting beat down today, if the enemy's been lying to you today, if the enemy's been pushing you around, doing all sorts of things, I got a word for you. Breakthrough is right around the corner. Breakthrough is right around the corner. If you can just hold on a little bit, if you can just hold on a little bit, if you can plant your feet and hold on, breakthrough's coming. You just got to realize something. Anytime before God does something great in your life, the enemy will always attack it. Been waiting for this. <laughs> push your neighbor, say something's coming. I feel it. Text your other neighbor, say put something's coming. I always quote, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. See, when you got a divine purpose, before you fulfill that divine purpose, before you walk in it, before you, before you get to the place where God starts moving things around, the enemy always likes to attack. Same thing when Jesus was born. The enemy had a sense something was happening, but he couldn't pinpoint it. And there's something happening in some of you today. You're not called just to live a life with no divine purpose. You're meant to live a life full of divine purpose. That's who we are. We're children of God. We belong to a royal priesthood. We're heirs to the kingdom of heaven. 
See, I'm I'm not just walking around this world aimlessly. I got a purpose. I don't got an earthly purpose. I got a divine purpose. Now, it's manifested on earth, but I got a divine purpose. So I'm, I'm walking around like I got a divine purpose. I walk into the room like I got a divine purpose. I walk into the, the grocery store like I got a divine purpose. I walk into these situations of life with a divine purpose. But I got to tell you, the enemy will attack, and a lot of people never fulfill their divine purpose because when the enemy attacks, they run. When the enemy attacks, they get scared. When the enemy attacks, they, go, they, go, they resort back to the old life. And they talk about how great the old life was. Now, all them old things have passed away and all things have become new. I'm here to tell you, the old life wasn't that great. But say no weapon. Tell your other neighbor, say no weapon. Say no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Why? The secret's in verse 16. Come on, somebody. Verse 16 says this. Behold, I have created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire. Who brings forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the spoiler to destroy. So God's saying this. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I'm going to say it again. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. God's saying to his children, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Let me say it again. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I just needed to sink into somebody because you're under attack right now. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. I got to just keep saying it till you get it. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Why is that? Because God said, I created the person that's making the weapon. The person that's making the weapon against you, I created them. I I formed them just like I formed you, and they can't touch you. No enemy can touch you. No evil thing can touch you. No weapon can touch you, because I created the blacksmith. So when the enemy starts to attack, I start saying this. God, you created the blacksmith. How this, how this weapon's being formed, you created the person that created the weapon. Hallelujah. And every time the enemy begins to attack, I begin to say, God, you are able. You are able. You are able. So I just want to preach a little something to you. You got a purpose. You got a purpose in Jesus. can change bloodlines, can change lineages, can change families, can change neighborhoods, can name, change cities, can change nations. When you got a purpose in Jesus, it ain't like purpose on this earth, baby. It's a little bit different. It comes from above and it's given from above. It ain't like something you get from Uncle Sam. One check today and no check tomorrow. I'm here to tell you, when God gives you a gift, when God breathes into your life, when God speaks things into existence, there's something so powerful about it. We got a purpose to be light in the darkness. Mm. 
That gets me excited. We have so many testimonies of what God has done this year. We have done four crusades this year. Is that right, Pastor Bill? Come on, give Jesus a hand clap of praise for that. Conservatively, we saw overseas over 30,000 people say yes to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. We've seen blind eyes open. You know, most Christians never see blind eyes open. We've seen deaf ears open. We've seen the lame walk. We've seen the lame walk. There was a picture. I wish, wish we had it with Baylin and Pastor Kathy. I don't know if we have that one. But literally, there was a three-year-old boy that never walked. And Pastor Kathy from Pennsylvania said when she prayed for him, his legs were like jelly. And when she prayed for him, they became firm. And the little boy began to walk. Hallelujah. The Jesus we serve did not create you just to hang out. The Jesus we serve did not create you to eat Cheetos on the couch. The Jesus we serve did not create you to take up space. The Jesus we serve did not create you just to get by. He created you with a divine purpose in mind so that lives could be transformed and changed for the glory of God. Everybody stand to your feet. And we're going to make a difference. During this amazing season, I had a friend that just got back from Kentucky. Tornadoes hit through that region. Devastation unimaginable. Homes, businesses, churches, nursing, nursing homes have been leveled. And we started a ministry here called Hope and Promises. We're going to send a truck full of supplies. $10,000, we can send 40,000 pounds of supplies, water, cleaning supplies, all sorts of things. And we're going to send it. We're going to help out because that's who we are. My friend gave me a testimony. He said he was walking through an area like this in a family was sitting on their porch. Their house was completely gone and they were just sitting on their porch not knowing what to do. He prayed for them. He told them Jesus, is gonna, Jesus has them covered. And they just started bawling. We have a divine purpose. We have a divine purpose to help those that are in trouble, to help those that are in need to be the light in the darkness, to be a light on the hill. As the ushers come forward, I'm believing that we're going to raise $10,000 to send 40,000 pounds of supplies to Mayfield, Kentucky to help in the relief efforts. If you're giving online, go to our thing, give to Hope and Promises. It's a drop-down tab. If you're giving cash, if you're giving check, can make it out to City Reach Church, just hope and promises on the memo. But if you put it in this offering, everything will go to hope and promises. 
to deliver a truck for those that are in need. We are blessed in this country. I'm, I'm blessed. I'm blessed going in and I'm blessed coming out. We serve a miracle working God. We serve a miracle working God. Pastor Ralph, come up here, pray for the offering. Grab that gift, whether it's on your phone or in an envelope, and just place it at your heart. Dear Heavenly Father, you said that you're near the brokenhearted. There are so many people in this area, God, so many people that it may seem overwhelming, but God, you know that through us we can make a difference. And so, Lord, right now we're putting some seed in the ground to be generous beyond measure because we know, God, that through a gift Maybe even just, it may not seem like a lot, but in your hands, it can do so much more. So, Lord, we're believing for 40,000 pounds, $10,000 to send a truck to Kentucky to be the hands and feet of Jesus, to show somebody that may not know you or somebody that may have lost hope that, God, you still have it in control and that you still care about everything and anybody. And so, Lord, today, bless this offering. Breathe on this offering right now, God, to bring hope in such a, a tragic time in this season when many around be a beacon of light, that they would know that God, your eyes are never off of them, that you're always looking out for them. Lord, we bless this tithe and we bless those that are giving a tithe right now, God. I pray it's an above and beyond offering, more than we ever expected. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give Jesus a hand clap. Funny story. Before I pray for everybody, I, I just want to share this. I had to get my driver's license recently uh, through a series of events. I didn't go to the DMV when I was supposed to, so... I had to go take the driving test and I have been, I got my license last week again and I've been driving like all over. Come on, somebody. But I forgot one thing I'm not real good at is I don't hold on to keys well. Come on, somebody. So my wife said, Brian, where's, we have two, two sets of car keys. She goes, Brian, where's the, the car keys? And I said, well, it should be my jacket, I think. But it wasn't in my jacket, so I lost a pair. So this morning, she goes, Brian, where's the other set of car keys? And I couldn't find it. And eventually I realized where it was. It was in the garage, and I, and I found it. But why am I saying that? Because, hey, first, don't give me any keys. Come on, somebody. I don't even have a pair of keys for this church. I need someone to let me in every time I come. The second thing is, don't lose your divine purpose like a set of car keys. God, you are born for a divine purpose. Don't just throw it away. 
You may say, how can I walk in my divine purpose? Right after this service, there's growth track. If you've never done it, you need to do it. It is the start to walk in that divine purpose. Tona's going to be in there after service, and you need to go in there and check it out. God has something. This is the start. Maybe you're going to serve at Food Bank. Maybe you're going to serve at the youth, the young adults, the worship team. Maybe you're going to serve on these mission trips. Maybe God's going to use you administratively. But God has given you a divine purpose. you got to start somewhere. And I'm encouraging everyone, if you've never been through Grove Track or it's been a while, you need to go back in there today in that lower classroom and start walking out your divine purpose in Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you need Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, today is the day of salvation. If you need Jesus to be your Savior, he hasn't been, he's never been your Savior or he once was and you've walked away from him. I want you to just lift your hand now and say, I need Jesus to be my Savior. I need to, I need Jesus to be my Savior. I see those hands. Everyone repeat after me. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart and live. I give you everything. I surrender today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, come on, everybody. Every hand lifted. Let me bless you. Every hand lifted. Every hand lifted. I declare this next year is a year you're going to walk in your divine purpose. You were born for a divine purpose. You're not an accident or mistake. You're a child of God. And God has more for you than what you've been living. God has more for your life than what you've been doing. This is the year you're going to walk in your divine purpose and destiny in Jesus. And no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Because my Jesus created the blacksmith that put the weapon together. And nothing can touch me. Because I'm a child of God. And I believe that and stand on that. And everyone say amen. Come on, let's give Jesus a big shout, a hand clap of praise. Hey. All right. Let's sing one more song. Can we do that one more time? I love that song. I know this probably wasn't on the schedule, but can we sing that one? All right.